evil lurks in the hearts of men, the shadow knows. You know, what makes me sad, Steve, is that not a single person that gave you a recommendation on Twitch for a movie gave you The Shadow. That is sad. It is sad. Did you see that the one person was interested in being a player? Uh, the one who recommended Tarask Park? Yes. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Tarasic oh. Park? Tarasic Park. Welcome in absentia. Tonight's going to be episode 30 of our actual play 5th edition D&D podcast. To actually kick off things for tonight. Wait, wait. wait. Did I miss wait, something? Wait, wait, wait we've, we've kind of been forgetting something. Uh... Oh boy. That I, I I wouldn't mind doing like touching on it real quick. Sure. So one of our members on our channel, like recently was was talking about a, a rather important like thing. Like currently with this pandemic we've been all been hit pretty hard, but uh blood donations, plasma donations has also been pre- hit really, really hard in these past couple of years. And one of our members was is doing is probably still doing a very charitable drive to get just general knowledge and movement in that direction so i mean for those people who are watching if you have free time and the gumption and are vaccinated and that kind of stuff just considering to like go and finding locations to donate plasma to donate blood you can find things on the red cross website uh, redcrossblood.org or america's blood centers which is america's blood org or CSL plasma which is just clsplasma.com slash find a donation center I mean in these times like both for people and pets though I don't have like any of the websites for pet blood donations in front of me like like people in need of blood can definitely use our time and effort just donations as far as giving blood giving plasma and I, I thought that we, we've forgotten these past couple of weeks to mention and talk about it. And I just thought it'd be something I could at least do the bare minimum to, to raise some awareness on. Good call. I actually, we had talked about bringing that up and I have failed miserably at talking about it on stream as well. So thank you for bringing that up. And then tonight we'll be recording episode 30. I cannot believe that we have been going for 30 episodes now. That kind of blows me away. And if you listen in tonight and you enjoy what you've heard, you can listen to our backlog of episodes up through episode 22 right now on your podcast app of choice. We do edit all of these episodes down into podcast form. And please hit that subscribe button in your podcast app of choice so you get notified when new episodes come out. They come out every Monday, so that helps too. And we lost John. That's okay. We can rabble rouse. Should we start talking about other podcasts? I know John loves it when we do that. Oh my god, so many podcasts I could Hold talk on. about right Let's now. Let's talk about other podcasts, and I'm going to eat a Nutter Butter Sideways, because uh, those are yeah. two things that John absolutely loves. It's okay, you've summoned him back Oh already. my god. 
That, that's how we get him back. True. We know how to work this system. <laughs> Unless John's got a visual bit again for our... <laughs> what? No. Our Never. audio podcast here. Um, I'm super excited because Wooden Overcoats is coming out with yet another season. Uh, that's super exciting to me. I will fill time talking about podcasts. There's a reason why I was so excited to do podcasts with my friends. Okay. Like, I have a problem. I was going to say, I'm um, still listening to the same podcast that we talked about the last time we just had a discussion about podcasts. So Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have too many new ones. I've had some that I've been getting into. I'm really excited for um, Rusty Quill Gaming because they just closed up like their um, like first one. Uh, and I think they're really good. And so I'm super excited about what they're doing next. They've been talking about there is a project coming up um, because they also do. Um, oh, their horror one. What was that? That was so good. Like if you're on TikTok, you have heard bits and pieces of it. it I mostly just it hear adorable puppies on TikTok. That's 90% of what comes across. It's almost like I like uh, dogs. Yeah, almost like that. <laughs> it's an algorithm. Um, I have a lot of uh, cute animals and queer shit. So, yeah, it, it gets you right. <laughs> I see that John is, has returned I to see. us. I saw yeah, frantic. He's the one not talking, so writing, we fill it up. So, um, I'm a little <laughs> terrified. <laughs> no, nothing's wrong. Okay. So, back to what we were uh, going through. So, where do we leave off? Okay. So, as our GM tonight, my name is Steve, and I'll be steering us through the hot salty mess that is our podcast and campaign and joining me as co-host tonight we have john hi i'm john i really like it here at uh at uber geek media it's a great place um i i i don't know where i would be without this um feedback backwards doesn't it no it's showing up <laughs> this on is terrible no it's oh, right. no it's right it's cool right. Uh, it's yeah. i mean this is a great place i play quilt the tabaxi wizard <laughs> <laughs> and minus 500 experience a lot of a lot of help and rescue me and steve so mean messages by john as his visual bit tonight that's what he was scribbling away frantically at anyhow also joining me is Anne. hi i'm ann i play the kenku rogue story i don't do bets i bits i talk about other podcasts and mark hi i'm mark i play cigarettes the dragon ball and sorcerer so, who wants to recap our last session? I, I can do it. I haven't done it in a while. Uh, we press-ganged a man 
into helping us fight. <laughs> it's true. It's accurate. So we we were going to head into the basement, and that's when uh, Quill managed to hear some weird muttering noises and discerned it was probably something magic. And we all decided, or Ziggurat and Quill decided, that we should probably get Story. Because <laughs> otherwise we might just die. And so... First, we sent the gecko upstairs, and that was an unmitigated disaster. And then we sent Quill upstairs, and still did not really help. And then Sigurd finally came up, and we all discovered almost simultaneously that they had kept the sheriff of the town captive for whatever means. But that apparently there was some weird stuff going down in the basement. We dragged the sheriff down there with threats of probably some bodily harm uh, to this man and fought a weird cultist which we assume was a member of the bird hand making another one of those horrifying scarecrow monsters and we beat beat it up we beat him up he teleported away into the darkness and we uh decided to put a bag on the sheriff's head and we're bringing him to the wizard conclave or the the magic conclave I suppose it is a a more inclusive group of magic users the underground as it were the underground the magic underground the underground obscura enter b-roll from the matrix as they all party that's how I see this underground oh yeah totally I feel I feel like we're going to bring the sheriff there and it's <laughs> he's just going to talk to that that gnome. You're going you're going to knock on the door and someone's going to come out in like a bathrobe. Be like, "Um, come back later." We just hear the sound of that horrifying gem grinding machine. The fist. <laughs> so, yeah, as we left off, you were leading, or I think uh, Story was leading the sheriff with a bag on his head. Yeah, Ziggurat was carrying something. I think you were the chest, dragging the chest, the coin chest, right? Carrying. Ziggurat can carry. Okay. All right. And I was I was leading because I'm practiced. Um, I'm, I help Quill. Cool. And you, yeah, you're just going back through the streets in the middle middle of the night. With we also have our good good shadow boy with us too. The big horrifying shadow creature. Yeah. Did it? Did you he, have it put armor on? Was that a thing? No, I did okay. not. Not yet. I handed it leather armor. I thought so. It's care. It's carrying the leather armor. Just has it slung over its. It's back, like it's a suit coat or something. <laughs> like it's a teenage, it's a teenage guy from an eighties film. Yeah, sure. In in its shadow form, it has what looks like a shadow popped collar. You lead, uh, Mister Sheriff, through the winding streets of Ragoon. In the middle of the night, it is deathly quiet. It seems odd that no one's turned their lights on, giving all of the commotion that just went down in the middle of the night. 
but at the same time you think well maybe it did seem like it was an old bar that they were holed up in they've also had a chokehold on this town for a while they may not come out just because well they were already hidden too like a lot of people had already kind of vacated the area once uh, a little mm-hmm. little trouble in big china big trouble in little china started happening get that title right no good plus it's uh it's a lot harder to just turn your lights on in a medieval fantasy world <laughs> you gotta, you gotta me, give me a second get get a fire starter you gotta find your candles you gotta well i mean they probably would just use smoldering ash from the fireplace <laughs> we could discuss historical accuracies all day <laughs> but um that's not this kind of podcast or is it, John? It's however you want them to light the, yeah. the lamps in your world, but, Steve. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a real it's world. True. They use magic. Yeah. They just have little tiny miniature dragons. They just pinch the tail. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah. no. So, leading the sheriff through the streets, you approach the warehouse that has the entrance to the underground. It is very quiet. All of you go ahead and do a perception check for me. I'll I'll do these things that you ask of me. Should I do it at disadvantage since I don't have dark vision? Yes. I am not paying attention at all. So I would also have to do it at disadvantage. You don't have dark vision either? Nope. Oh dear. Quill got Well, that's a seven. four. Yeah, Quill got a total of six. Quill Quill is thinking about the uh the marketing conditions of you know, tiny dragons that you just you you, you know, you, you clap on and the dragon spits a little bit of fire and then you clap off and snuffs it out. This is Steve's world has descended into the flint stones at this point. <laughs> uh Story's just having way too much fun every once in a while stopping the sheriff and spinning him so he's a little disoriented. I think for the next campaign I run, it's going to be essentially D&D Flintstones now. <laughs> that yes. idea makes me very happy, I won't lie. <laughs> Nobody notices anything untoward. And then as you approach the door... The front door, I'm assuming, is where you're going. The one you entered in last time? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It cracks just a little bit. And you just see one eye shining out. Who goes there? Oi. Um, it's us, the, uh, the visitors from earlier today. Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't here earlier today. Um, right. Well... Uh, I'm Ziggurat. Um, I'm a sorcerer. <sighs> we were working earlier with Tasha. Um, and, uh, Tasha. <sighs> I don't even know how much I can tell you. The bottom line is, um, oh yeah, Trisha. <laughs> um, we have the real sheriff here in custody, and we kind of need to see, uh, Yalidu. Like now. Right, right. Um, yes. Uh, wait, Drake. Okay, yeah, 
they I heard someone say something about Dragonborn. Okay. He opens the door and before you stands oh. <laughs> a very stout little man with one eye in the center of his face. Motions you in. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah, I go in quickly. Come on, let's go. We're in. Yep, I, I hurry the sheriff in. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Probably taking up the, the rear with the shadow creature files in last. Sees this shadow creature. Um, that's that's gonna be okay, right? It it's a. I summoned it. It's oh. it'll <laughs> evaporate back to where it came from in about forty five minutes or so. And I mean, to be fair, it's probably a good uh, proof that we're all magic users here. Also, this, and I snap my finger and he'll hold my thumb up with a little flame coming off with prestidigitation. Yes, right. And the door just... Story mage hands, just a thumbs up. <laughs> and the door just slams shut. He goes, the knights, uh, it's not safe. Um, we've had word there's... We experienced it. People watching us, so sorry. There's fewer people watching you now. <laughs> anyway, uh, Yellowdoo. Yes, yes, Yellowdoo. Starts leading you down... And same as before, there's this downward, gradual slope into the ground. But it curves a little bit this time, and you don't recall it curving before. And it seems just impossibly long. And yet you come out into that same room, but on the opposite side of the room that you remember it being on. It's a little quieter than it was the last time you were here. But you do see Yellowdoo with this wispy orb of light with a pair of loops on, working on a gauntlet. Before we walk away from this, this person, Quill, what, what's your name so we, we know who to talk to next time we pop in? I'm Breecat. You, you sure it's not Sloth? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Nice to meet you. And he walks away, giving you kind of an odd look. <laughs> You described this man, and I immediately thought of the Goonies guy. Oh, now I get it. Hey, okay. you guys. It took me a minute. Now I got you. Okay. Can't get by without a good Goonies reference, right? Nope. Not, can't escape my watchful eye. Still never seen it. I don't think I have watched the entire thing all the way through ever. What? I've never watched I, any I of have it. sat down and watched portions of it many, many times. I don't know. Wow. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Right? No, I, I wouldn't abandon no. you for No, not don't back off on that one, John. <laughs> no, this Hold is on. a hard line. Hold their friendship hostage right now. <laughs> well, we've still got to watch Doom <laughs> together, so I think I have better like a better bait for holding our friendship hostage. 
we have been waiting until Dune was no longer on HBO trying to wait to watch Dune with you. So so good. Make sure you're in a place with a good sound system. It's essential. We got a new soundbar. Nice. So. Yeah. The game. Anyway, the game. The <laughs> More game important. So Yelly do. What was mean, his name I again? Dune, but yeah. Bree Cat. Bree Cat. Bree Cat. Bree Cat. Like the cheese? Bree Cat. Plus cat. Like the cat again. Yes. <laughs> or like the town Wait, in Lord of the Rings. Except cat with a K instead of a C. Cat. Okay, so Yalidu, light, loops on, working very delicately on a weird metallic gauntlet. Uh, oi, Yalidu, we're back. Ah. And we have an additional person with us. He glances up, um... Okay. Um uh, uh it's the sheriff. That that doesn't look like the sheriff. Right. That looks like a skinny dude. Um Right. Uh, let's take off his Yeah, we can we, I think we can Well, take hold off on. The hood. Um is it is it okay if we take off the bag on his head? Uh I mean, we can always just kill him. No, 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 no. Listen, you're going to want to hear the story. Uh, hold, hold, story. What does the old sheriff look like? I mean, he was big, kind of, I mean, he was short, but he's kind of muscly and... Like this height? Okay. The, the good sheriff or the bad sheriff? Which one are we supposed to be talking about? The one before, the one you're used to fighting against now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, this guy is still really skinny, though, even for the old sheriff. What if, just bear with okay, us a sec. Okay, but the big sheriff was the bad guy, yes? Yeah. Okay. What if... The bird is very relieved right now. The former sheriff lost a lot of weight, like he was being held captive and they didn't feed him a lot of food. Um, maybe he's got that sack on his head, though. It's my cape, but sure. I'll take off my cape from his head. Ta-da! And <laughs> we killed the correct person, right? Well, if you killed someone, that's... I Hopefully, I would hope so. I mean, I, without seeing the body, I can't tell for sure, but... That's what I'm asking. Listen, here, why don't we just back this up a little bit, <laughs> right? This man was the previous sheriff. Turns out he was usurped by who? I'm sorry, Peter. Um this is Yellowdo. Yellowdo, this is Peter. And wait. Peter. And he kind of squints through and his eyes are just hugely magnified within these these loops and he takes his little step stool and he puts it right in front of him and he climbs up and just really squints. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the guy. I thought you were dead. Peter, do you want to explain to him what you told us? By the way, we didn't get a lot of chance to talk. 
So could you fill us in on the whole, I don't know, pumpkin man that we had to kill in the basement? And Pater uh, turns to Yellow and goes, um, I've, I've been held there for months and months and months. I, I, I honestly don't know how long, but they were doing things. I don't know exactly who they're working with, but they've, someone in the Capitol was pulling the strings and all of the official messages they made me write and sign. But someone is organizing things. And I don't know what they're planning, but they were doing horrible things in that basement. And he just shudders. And then he looks down for a minute. And you guys, I think, had given him some leather armor. And he just pulls it down. You just see scabs and scars all over his chest. Is they they were making those things like we fought at the mines, like we were telling you about Yellowdew. Yellowdew just pulls his loops up for a second. Um, that's um, well, that's not good, um, or ideal. Um, so there was just the one. In the mine? Yes, there was one in the mine, one in this basement. It was incomplete. Uh, I, I looked at the inscriptions uh, using, kind of point to the lizard on, up on top of my head, and it's some combination of necromancy and conjuration. I destroyed it, I destroyed the symbols, but unfortunately the caster escaped. Use teleportation. Uh, we found a story. Do you have that note you found? A story already handed it over. And, yes, we found paperwork. I art. I automatically hand over. And then I think the found letter this. we found in the hut was in Quill's bag. And yeah, um, Quill, you want to take out the letter we found on our journey here? Oh yes, I can pull it out. Oh yeah, and that. I hand it to you guys. Right, and so I, I'll hand off. The, Sorry, does not hang it. on it. So I yep. found this uh, letter here. Um, in the sh- well, the fake sheriff's office. And here's his badge, by the way. It's obviously fake, right? Yaldu takes it and puts his loops back in. Oh yeah, this is real crappy work. Yeah. Like. What's it take to throw over a town? Anyway. Well, I mean, I the old sheriff just disappeared, and... Ta-da! I mean, we just assumed he was dead, because these toughs just came in and, and started, at first, just kind of announced that they were in charge, and that they were going to be taking over the rule of law. Well... And then they started putting pressure on people. And oh yeah, all those taxes that that they're charging you. I set down the chest in front of him. I was wondering what that was. You've been holding onto it for quite a while. It's fucking heavy. 
Uh, Story puffs out her chest and goes, look at that lock. Okay. Hey, she did it. I picked it. I, I GM fiat at that lock. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I understand that it was a high roll to beat, uh, but I got excited about rolling really high. So. Lock picking lawyers got nothing on story. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a problem. Yaladu creaks at the top of the chest and his eyes get really big. Holy shit. We figure this will be a good gesture to show that the magic users of the town have the best interests of this town in mind. Wouldn't you say, Peter? Uh, yeah, I, I think that would probably go a long way. I mean, yeah, money talks. Story signs. Maybe work with the magic users. Maybe have some backup plans in case... You're incapacitated, maybe, you know, defend the people. I have been giving on a walk over this some thought. You all here in Ragoon need to rethink how you're protecting your town. Because, I mean, admittedly, it is our fault we didn't slay the, uh, we believe he was a cultist of the burnt hand. We didn't kill him. So, but we can't stay here. We have another mission we have to attend to, other things to find. But you, magic users, you have an organization. You have a group of skilled, talented casters here. And, Peter, you being the old sheriff, have some amount of authority. You need to work together to convince everyone here it's in your best interest to change the method by which you defend your town because if those casters come back those toughs those cultists they won't be out for just putting you in chains again Peter looks down yes um ostensibly we're we're under the protection of the capital of the royal family hmm We've yeah. supposedly had some more autonomy than other towns because of how profitable we are, but we can't rely. We can't rely on the nobility anymore. Is honestly, and there's a lot more to the story, but uh, the nobility at Fort Hightower, they seem to be in on this and Yaladu is a little taken aback in in on it yes the uh the knight captain there he he was a member of the burnt hand he helped cover up death's sacrifices for them there was somewhat of a amount of civil disrest in our investigation while we were there the the religious leader of the church of Pelor in town Benjamin rose up against the knighthood and led the townsfolk against them and yeah it, um, if you have any clerics that or paladins perhaps that worship Pelor you might want to have them check their 
um, hell, have him talk to Palo and see how they Be can... Be real nice to them. Yeah. Send them flowers. <laughs> They're gonna need a little bit of support. But, uh, no. Right now. Peter, in the capital, is there any of the nobility you trust? Uh, you mentioned that you had to write letters to one of them. My correspondence goes through a minor noble. Um, I, I don't know. I've only met him a handful of times when I was appointed here. Otherwise, prior to that, I was a lieutenant in the guard for the capital. I could maybe reach out to some of my old men-in-arms, but at, at this point, if things are being infiltrated as deeply, I, I don't know who to trust anymore. That is unfortunate. Story signs. Just protect your people then and be somebody we can trust. We'll need you as an ally, even though we're going to depart from this town to go on to our next stage of our journey. This is a, this is something that's stretched across this whole countryside that we've been across. So we need allies to stretch the same distance. Yaladu thinks for just a moment. He goes, did you, did you say unrest? In Hightower? <laughs> Honestly, my friend, he's been a little... Um, he's hedging a little bit. It was totally overturned. And Yaladu freezes for a second and locks eyes with Peter. Um, this... That's not... That's not good. Um, and Peter goes, Krig's Keep? And Yaladu, uh, yeah, um, there's likely going to be retaliation. Um, the royal family won't tolerate any type of rebellion. You, you said the leader there, the Sir, Sir Gammon? He's dead. The dog... He's dead. He had a bloody hammer jammed in the back of his skull right in front of us. Real gross. It was not pretty. At the mention of Krig's Keep, probably Story for sure would have heard that name in passing. Zigger's pretty good with maps. Yeah, you too. probably know the location of uh, a town, like a decent-sized town to the southeast called Krig's Keep. And Quill, go ahead and roll me... A, a history check, maybe? Yeah, give me a history check. That is a 12 total. So... You would recall some sort of altercation 
known as the Krigskeep Rebellion. You don't know much about it, but you know it didn't end well. That's uh, my knowledge of Turst, Turstian, Turstlandian. Well, my my knowledge of Turst's history and rebellions generally are they don't end well. Yaladu looks and he goes, um, Krig's Keep got tired of the just blasé opinions of the nobility and they tried to secede from the kingdom, try to be independent. The current king's father sent in the army and wiped them off the face of the land. Every man, woman, and child in Krig's Keep died. With that in mind, I, I don't think the nobility here will take much kindness to subtlety or difference in the reasoning the people of Hightower did what they did because they were being murdered by the, by Gammon and his men. Thousand miles away. Yes, they, being so far removed, the subtlety will be lost, I think. Story kind of looks at everybody and goes, so did Palor just kill a town? Well, I mean, Palor wasn't the one that did the revolt, and honestly, I mean, he did. I was going to say, Palor kind of led the revolt with a fiery gash through Perhaps the with the intention guard. of leaving uh, someone in power behind who ended up getting assassinated. I wouldn't square this up on a god. Every individual is accountable for their own actions. And if there's retaliation, the ones who retaliate are responsible. Yes, but the children who die are not. They are not. But it's not one person's fault. Benjamin was a flawed man, I think. And he was righteous. He was right. But, yes, the fallout of his actions, I think, will be felt in Hightower for some time. Say, Benjamin, and Yaladu perks up a little bit. Benjamin. Um, <laughs> little rotund man drank a lot a lot or a garish hideous sun on his chest right i he, i mean he didn't drink that much oh he did quill um <laughs> that's it, fair it, it couldn't it couldn't be couldn't be the same benjamin Um, before I settled down in Ragoon, I traveled with a Benjamin for a time. This Pater uh, or Yalidu? Sorry. Yalidu. Sorry, I lost my voice there. <laughs> um, Yalidu, he was a fierce fighter. Um, incredibly 
incredibly protective of the innocent and defenseless. We lost touch probably decades, two decades ago at least. That sounds like Benjamin. He was quite, quite furious after hearing that uh, people had been basically shuffled under the rug to hide them away from, well, his knowledge of being murdered and what was going on in the town. His retribution was so hmm, intense and perhaps you could even say holy that he summoned Pella himself into and his own being. But he was cut down as he was being a avatar for Pello. Um, I've struck down, it's, if it's the Benjamin I knew, I, I watched him single-handedly crush an entire group of bandits, um, that it seems hard to believe that he could just be cut down that easily. The, the thing that slew him was otherworldly. Paylor was cut down. Benjamin was a consequence. It was a, a vessel. Yes, the, the thing that stabbed him in the back, it, shadow. it terrified all of us. It literally was... came from the shadows. From nothing. Stabbed him in the back with a... I will full Kind of looks it. at the shadow creature behind clothes. It's <laughs> different, right? Um, it's different, right? <laughs> okay, if that one can kill a god, what were we doing? <laughs> the mechanics themselves are somewhat similar. The creature, well, if it was not native to this plane, that's not important. Um. What is important is there's a group out there that we believe to be the Burnt Hand actively seeking to disrupt the order of the gods as they are and using people's lives to do so. We don't have much yet, but we were hoping that in our travels we could gain more knowledge of them, of what had occurred before we arrived here in Terst and, well, traveled to the capital and informed the Church of Palor what has occurred to their god. I, I'm going to try to look through what few records we have at our library here, and this seems very... It's almost familiar somehow, but why don't you all get some rest and... I'll 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 try to dig through and see what I can find. Thank you. Listen, before we rest, and I turn to Peter. You need to make a statement tomorrow. I know you're 
tired. But just can't wait. There's a power vacuum now. So at the break of dawn, you need to be around the town. You need to have a plan for a statement. You need to make sure the town knows you're back. And I agree with Quill. You need to deputize the folks here. They need a safe haven that's not underground. They need to be embraced by the town. Let them be the champions here that rescued you. Don't even mention us. Let it be the folks here. And after that, you need to build an army. Do, do you know it'll help with the story kind of big old container of gold going back to the people? In this regard, in this instance, we are no one. You can do something right. And I understand in the moment you felt fear. But these people here are reliable casters and people of talent in their own right. They will help you protect this town if you give them the opportunity. As they've worked so diligently to protect themselves and their community. Uh, where is uh, what's her? Where is her name? Trisha. Yeah, because she was the leader. Yeah. No, Yalidu is. They, I, they felt kind of like joint leaders. Yeah, I was gonna say they felt like joint leaders. You would definitely get the impre the impression that they are both leaders of this community in their own respective right. Yeah, Tr Trisha seems more responsible than Yaladu does. <laughs> True. Yeah, Yaladu uh, is more. If if you think about it, he's a little more bookish, whereas uh, Trisha seems a little more practical. The story's going to say maybe we get Trisha in on this, and maybe we have. Um. And she, it's all through sign, and she's assuming that you're translating. That maybe have the random magic users that took down the bad sheriff, and have other random magic users hand the money back while going around with the rightful sheriff, and get optics on this. And then that's all story knows about politics. We, we will we will need one thing, however. There's a there's a man in town here that has a a rather strange accoutrement. He has this magical unicorn. Yeah. We need it for our adventure. No, not not really. I was I was messing with you. Um, Sad broke noises. Yellow dude, I have an idea. Could you fetch? Nikau. Nikau? I'm I'm sure Nikau will be along tomorrow. Um, he does not have a room here, uh, however. Well, let me tell you the plan. Taverns, in my experience, uh, hold as much sway over a town as any lawman or government. Send him as a bard into the town. 
we'll recount our escapades, and he can turn it into a story or a song, however he tells his tales. I'd be happy to recap and recount our affairs and um, assign it to other people that are more commonly known in the town. Yes, uh, um, I, I think winning the pocketbooks of some of the merchants and the people whose money was taken will certainly help, but I think winning their hearts is probably equally as important if our town is going to survive. Bards traveled through my um, home often, and um, their power is immense over, over the population. It would be a great victory for uh, Ragoon and the surrounding area. Send people out, but not too far. Don't let word reach the capital fast. This is a small affair as far as the capital's concerned. It's a large affair as far as the town is concerned. If it's too large, it'll garner attention. Attention you let, don't want. Let us reach the capital before this news does. Right. Yes. If, if I can make that happen, I will. What was that guy's deal? I mean, he had, it, it like moved, it was this little unicorn, it's, I've been, I've been thinking about it for two days, I mean, we've been trying to survive for two days, but. Can't you summon a I, lizard I, out of thin air, like out of the fey I, realm? Yes, But I, it's not a pretty, pretty unicorn. It's, I mean, you must know, the jeweler, that, that man in town, he runs the jeweler shop, what is. I, I want one. What is that thing? I want one. The construct. Yes. Oh. So he's made it permanent then. Oh yes, that's that's his little friend. I want a little friend. Um, if he showed that to you, then he must have known. It is never a surprise that we that we do magic. Have you met this guy? And she points. Yeah, to... he kind of showcases it quite a bit. But, I mean, he probably wouldn't really want to want to tell us about it. I, I may have bested him in negotiations. I, and I'll produce another larger unicorn. I um. Well. I I convinced him that my business partner was more efficient at negotiating. He he may have been maneuvering. To gain the advantage on you too. I I doubt that that would have tricked him. Oh. Did he ask about anything else? Not really. Strange. Well, he did ask if he could purchase my my business business companion here, but I think that was it. Hmm. And his anyway, wand. we are exhausted. There are dead bodies, and I cannot guarantee that that bar won't light on fire again. <laughs> anyway, let's get some rest. 
and you are shown to this very, very comfortable space where you had rested previously. Long rest? And then, yep, give yourselves a long rest. Ooh, and we all just get it because there's people. Quill stays up for a while and and through Rava stares very long and hard at a, a particular tattered page of his book. One that contains a uh, a spell that, that Sigrid used in the battle we just had. And then he closes his book and goes to bed. And then all of you get just a fantastic night's rest, given how exhausted you are. And in the morning, Ziggurat, as usual, wakes up first. And as you leave this odd little room, you see Yaladu at his workbench reading, and he has stacks of books and scrolls all around him. And he looks like he has not slept at all. His bags underneath his eyes. Um, his just little, his posture is shit. You know, he looks exhausted. And um, so I've I've been I've been looking through these these books, and um, something kept sticking out to me. Um, um, where was it? Um, was it? This one? No, not this one. And um, um, the the shadow and um, the the this the uh, um thing um high tower and ah here it is and he pulls out a very tattered old tome and he has a quill that's just kind of stuck in the middle of the book opens it up and a little puff of dust comes up and across half of it is a very ornate picture and Ziggurat you actually recognize it from way way back when you used to go down into some of the tunnels beneath the uh the sorcerer's school as one of the murals painted in one of the tunnels. And it depicts a battle between the gold dragon sorcerers and these shadowy forces. Except in this picture, at the very center of it, you see a being made of light being sacrificed as the battle rages around. And Yaladu goes, yes, yes, this one, this one. Um, this, I can't quite make out all of it, but this has happened before. Um... I've seen that. 
Pit fixture. We have it in a tapestry in my um in our estate. Not much is known about this period in Terst's history. Um but long, long, long time ago there were battles that changed the face of Terst. Not just Terstland, but the entire land that we live in. Mountains were crumbled to dust. Oceans dried up. A force was harvesting gods. Yes, they were using their power. It, I, I can't quite make out why, but they had some way of harvesting power from the gods. And um, somehow they were defeated. And I, I can't quite find how there's supposed to be a second uh, a second part of this, and I, I don't have it. Um, and I, I can find little allusions to some weapon. Um, somehow the Celestials were involved, and I just, I can't. They can tra just trails off. I just, I'm, I, I can't, I can't find it. But, uh, would the tabaxi in the desert have any kind of allusions to these events? Um, yes. So there would be okay. just oral history of huge yep. battles of the burning sands having been a lush grasslands at one point. And the mountains not being there and the free peoples of Tursland exchanging ideas and trade with each other. I'll make sure Ziggurat brings that up later. Um, but as I'm looking at Yaladu, the only thing I can recall, I mean, this is pre-blot. Yeah? Yes, this this would have been... It's something called the Rift, but some great cataclysm. Trees. Not great, but uh, this was pre uh, Bahamut? Post Bahamut? At that point, Nikau kind of walks up behind both of you. Because, um, yeah, this would have been part of the battles between Bahamut and Tiamat. Gives as a silver dragonborn gives like a knowing, not glare, but like our peoples have a broken history because he is a green dragon and would have been descendant of Tiamat. The battles that was an extension of a greater conflict between the two, but your people and I hesitate because. 
the gold dragon sorcerers, I did not expect to see any in Land at all. They were involved in that conflict. They were. Somehow they won. It was not clear in perhaps there's some moldy tome in my basement somewhere in the tunnels below that explain it, but uh, I was never interested in that. All we know is we were victorious, and we protected that land since. What little of I that I do know is that the gold dragon sorcerers, each enclave is tasked with protecting a specific area or artifact. Well, the gold dragons, as far as I know, I mean, yeah, we're in that mountain range. Is there others? Um, yes, there's one or two small communities still uh, to the continents to the west. Gold dragonborns, not like other metallic, but actual gold dragonborns. Yes. I believe there's a temple far, far to the west, but... Like across the desert, the burning sands? Across the ocean. Oh, it's nice knowing Sigrid. He's going on a boat. <laughs> we'll see him later. Oh, see, Anne's brain just went to, yes, we're going to interact with pirates. I've never asked you this when I met you, but have you seen others like me passing through? I have never seen a gold dragon sorcerer in Terstland, ever. Not even like a metallic dragonborn? Uh, not... Moth... No, I, I, maybe in passing at the capital, but. My father was a gold scaled dragon, and my mother was silver like myself. They left about ten years ago, and I haven't haven't seen them. I was just a little drake at the time. Anyway. How do we stop? Are you saying that this is related to the Burning Hand, Yellowdew? Um, I, I, I think it is. Um, whatever they're planning, it must involve. I can only assume a harvesting. I can't. Typically, you cannot kill a god, with very rare exceptions, as far as I know. Um, trapped. Weakened, yes. Uh, but this specifically states that they're being harvested. We have it on good authority that Pelo is not dead. I mean, he is the head of the Pantheon. Of course he's not. He is imprisoned. If he's imprisoned then 
His clerics are likely weakened. If he were truly dead, they would have no power. Is there anybody around here you know that's uh, got a connection with Pelor? There's a small chapel, but this town is very prosperous. Um, it's not very pious, though. That's all right. Neither are we. And then Quill, you'd probably be the next rose. I get the impression that story is usually the... Yeah, she she's usually the one that's last awake. Oh, when she can sleep, she sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like she did the brute of the the took the brunt of the damage. So yeah, yeah. Who will wake up and summon Rava and find probably Yaladu or whoever someone. Yeah, you'd open the door, and the door is not. I mean, it's. The door to the room opens up to this larger room with the workshop, and so you would probably meet, uh, you would hear Zigrit and Nikau and uh, Yaladu talking because this time of morning there's probably not a ton of people milling about. I know I was being jovial last night, but I, I do have a request. Let's see. Being a wizard, I have a spell book. And Quill will produce his book. It has seen better days. And I don't I don't want to forget the time that I've had since I've gotten this book and the things that became of it but I'm different and I feel my book needs to be different too but for the life of me I'm not certain how to go about that I have my companion Rava they are a boon for me but in the same way, I I need to adapt to my uh, changing life. Have you or any here in the Conclave had a similar similar living arrangement that I do? I am sure that we can find someone that can assist you this book is has much use and admittedly I would feel rude to keep my knowledge to myself as well but my hands are much more of use to me than my eyes are at this point Yaladu would probably introduce you to several different magic users probably all wizards and they would pull you off to the side and start working with you a little bit and what exactly are you looking to do with the the spell book i want to redo the spell book 
but I don't know if there is a Braille equivalent in this world. Quill, like coming from an oral tradition, probably wouldn't. We don't keep books like this, like the few books that my family had were specifically their own individual spell books. Sure. So, so yeah, I, I would want to make something that I wouldn't need to pull Rava out every time I wanted to use. Okay. Yeah. So, couple things. First things first, so we're basically we're rebuilding the spell book, but trying to utilize as much as we can. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll me an arcana check, please. That is a 16 total. It was on the 18 and then hit the wall of the screen. Which I mean it's it's a digital it's a digital dice, but yeah, I can I can see it visually hit that wall and then turn. <laughs> so the three wizards that are assisting you are looking over the spell book. One of them points out that there not only is your magic seemingly tied up with this book as a normal wizard and spell book would be, but someone has also taken the time to enchant certain sections of the book old claw yeah to drop little bits of paper occasionally they're not entirely sure why or what might be on the paper but they're pretty confident that they can continue to alter the book in a way that would make it more useful to you the braille equivalent but also be able to lock it. Hmm. So they rebind it. They spend probably the better part of a day, at least, working at it. And then hand you back this, how is it, renovated? Maybe that's not the best <laughs> word, but renovated spellbook. I, uh, I, I renovated my house and my spellbook. Refurbished, refurbished spellbook. Refurbished spellbook. There, I refurbished. like that yeah so yeah it's just it's much more accessible visually speaking if someone else were like if you were going to show it to quill or story they'd still be able to see what is written on it however there is a tactile code that you are able to use it's probably going to take some time for you to adapt to it but due time and especially with I have a decent int, yeah. Yeah, you have, a, you have a reasonably high intelligence. You'll be able to adapt to it in fairly short order. Let me see here. Well, we're at it. This is a boon for our friend's story as well. To be here. She's recently discovered that she... has the gift. And Quill and I have done what we can, but exposing her to other magic users, probably, and I'd hate to keep us here for longer, but if it helps story, it helps us all. Quill. Perhaps we stay here longer while she learns how to, how to learn, if that makes sense. 
you hear in the background a very grateful (laughs) (laughs) weirdly grateful snoring she she more than any of us deserves the full experience unfortunately I don't know if we have quite that much time but she seems quite adept at crash courses I mean true and this is a teach a kinku to fish type situation so two how long do you think you would want to stay in Ragoon before moving on at least until we can make sure that the town isn't gonna explode like the last one (laughs) okay probably yeah like I don't know I don't know how long that takes but like two weeks and and genuinely it'd be nice to have story um be able to learn how to learn spells on her own i i do have an idea on story's front it's i'm sure it'll be a fine if if we have enough time and then yeah story would wake up at some point during all this too oh well and she is looking for breakfast lunch at this point <laughs> uh first you notice there's a horrifying statue of a big dog next to your bed so she this is gonna be a continued thing where quill just praying story <laughs> still got glitter in my fur oh it's... and she talked to mountain dew about uh, uh traveling uh glitter bomb so she that is gonna be brought up mm-hmm. press the digitation does not get glitter out of your fur. No, it does not. Um, it only works on objects. So she sees the large statue and, of course, like swacks at it and all of that. Throws her plus one dagger on it and it shatters. <laughs> Poops nope. into non-existence. And then she stealths out. And sees if she can get an eye on her cat friend. Okay. Will's... Yeah, Let's Quill's do this. probably uh, hanging out with some wizards. Rava is probably hanging out on top of this incredibly important moment where he is being helped yeah. by wizards, and she's gonna go fuck with and him. Rava is probably hanging out on Quill's head. Okay, so go ahead and and give me a, a stealth. That'd be a opposed perception 20. check. I will. I will use Rava's because Quill is very. That's that's a fourteen for Rava. Yeah, so story is is not noticed. <laughs> story is going to find a place and she is going to thwack him with a frickin' where are my where's my babies? <laughs> Seventy daggers. <laughs> <laughs> Other babies. Uh ball bearings. <laughs> Uh, she is going to, you know that spot right above your coccyx? So right where my tail is. <laughs> like right where my tail. Yep. Right at the yep. top of the tail. Yep. Okay, what do I do with that? Un- no, that's not unarmed because, no, it's an unarmed strike, right? Uh, ranged, yeah, ranged attack. Okay, but I don't have a button for that. There's a if, just yeah just do a dexterity. Well, is she proficient in ball bearings? I think she should be. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> improvised weapon. So just dex. Then? So yeah. just dexterity. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. 14. Uh, I mean, yeah, that hits me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wizard. He's squishy. He's a squishy boy. Yeah. And I mean, it is like underhand and like she just wants to ping him. And then what did we do last time? A D4? Two. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Plus your dex modifier. Right? <laughs> Wouldn't it be, though? It really would, actually. Oh, God, like, no. If this Six. were a legitimate attack, Six I would say that. But... Uh, that would be... That'd be... Seven. Uh, It'd be like... Seven <laughs> damage? You have 20 dex, though? Yeah. Uh, but, but I will... I will... What if she's underhanding it? For the I mean... argument, I have underhanded it. This is just getting him back. This is not... I, I don't want to actually injure him. I just want it to smart just a little bit. Yeah, so I, I would say probably just the base, base 1d4, just for funsies. Okay. Non-lethal. It's Non-lethal damage. The little shit modifier. <laughs> so it, it hits Quill. Rava, Rava knows now. Cause... What's your vindictive modifier story? <laughs> <laughs> Escalation, the perfect, uh, the perfect weapon against mages. <laughs> the no, gift that keeps on giving. This would be what she would do with <laughs> her, her, her friends and the kids she grew up with at home. They were all technically training. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm down a third level spell slot. I summoned that shadow spawn. Where's story? Uh, in the tree. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Quill will kind of straighten up and listen. I I deserve that. Um. (laughs) To mark one fewer ball bearings. (laughs) After like the 400 that you get. (laughs) 1,000. 1,000. I have 959 left. How is your bird body able to carry all of this junk? I don't. Oh, I apparently have a carrying capacity of 165. Yeah. So, can you imagine a backpack full of a thousand, full ball, of a bearings. thousand ball bearings? <laughs> yeah. Plus, what? Friggin' 30 daggers at this point or some shit like 15. that? 15. 15. Oh, wait, because Anne is on the lookout for Story to get a bag of holding. At one of these points, you're going to fall, and I'm just going to say that you have to do, like, a reflex check so those daggers don't just break um, through the bag into you. There is a scene uh, from a podcast that I really wish that all of you would would listen to uh, because somebody buys, like, 20 gold worth of marbles, and if you think about how many marbles that is... Mm-hmm. Is this the the Home Alone actual play podcast? Kind of. I'm, I'm adding one ball, so bearing, one ball bearing to okay. Quill's inventory. <laughs> Quill picked it up. He's, yeah. he's keeping it. You're just lucky I haven't found a place to buy them. Because you need more than a thousand ball bearings. <laughs> I have used quite a few so far. You didn't use them. You gave them to children. That I wouldn't... Gifting them. And throwing them at my friends. But yeah, sometime later in the day, Quill will... Cool, come find story. Oh. Sigurd and I were, were speaking, and we have 
Well, we're going to stay here a little bit to make sure this town doesn't explode. We think you can use that time to, uh, well, to learn more magic. That, that would be awesome. And the people here agree to it, and we ourselves can kind of do our best. And helping this yeah. town establish would be nice. I, I kind of want to take a hands-off approach to that. If we delve too deep. Well, true, but w when do we need to be in the capital? When is it too late? There's no timeline. It's on our own accord. We just have to fa travel there faster than the news has traveled. But uh, at this rate, we've been here for about three days. Well, we stayed an extra two days at that shithole xenophobic place and then traveled here and we've been here for two days. Honestly. It's been less than a week since we were oh mm -hmm. well I guess travel time has been a week. Mm -hmm. I mean generally speaking yes we have no timetable. We have no real indicator outside of our own personal goals and the request Benjamin made of us. But seeing how Ragoon and Hightower were infected by these these cultists. Honestly, I, I don't see us doing much more than walking into a, uh, a lion's den out when we do go to Bridgeton. So if we can gain power here, I say it's better spent than going to die quickly. I'm always for learning more magic. I didn't even know I could. Plus, I'm going to go stare at that weird jeweler and his unicorn. Oh my god, I want one so bad! It's, I, I, we've been nearly killed several times, and I have been thinking of basically nothing but that stupid unicorn. Okay, but to be fair, same. I, I want it so bad. Yeah, it's the coolest thing. I mean, admittedly, I also want Yelladu's ring very badly, but uh, I think that's a little bit more cruel. To, to steal from him. He doesn't have a lot. No, he has a lot of knowledge. He, yes, he's, he's a big very nerd. Useful. Nerds do not underestimate them. Especially when they build do cool stuff. Partway through the day, Yaladu and Pater have agreed, after discussing it with you, that Pater probably needs to make some sort of announcement. Yaladu sends out a few messengers to different townsfolk that he knows and trusts that you know something has happened with this sheriff imposter and a crowd gathers in the street and this would be outside of the saloon which is probably smoldering at this point there's still uh, dead bodies out front it's fine yeah, I mean, that, that. hopefully, I would think that hopefully that would be cleaned up. Yeah, there's probably still blood all over the place, though. I think it's best that we, uh, like, we hang back. Like, if anything, we watch from a decent distance away this announcement from the shadows. And it, like, maybe just story goes, because 
Maybe even just the back of the crowd yeah. or something say, like that. Uh, story would ask Yaladu and the shirt and Pater if we want to be a part of the community or if we want if they want us to be out of towners that have bad luck, good luck. I think you guys had said too that you don't necessarily want to be recognized for it. Nope. Right. If there's good credit to be given, it should be given to the the magic users. If there were to be bad credit, then it can be blame us while we hightailed it. Yeah, Yeah, that was kind of the plan going in. Yeah. So we were we're just kind of here to provide support if we can, and to be like a. Well, we can't be uh, indistinguishable because we're pretty distinguishable folks, but we'll still be a face in the crowd. Peter is standing on that porch area underneath the balcony overhead, outside of the saloon, where Ziggurat fought and Quill murdered. (laughs) Unlimited power. (laughs) The guard out front. And those scorch marks from the yeah meteors. definitely scorch marks. There's there's all sorts of crazy shit all over the place. And Peter starts to talk, and basically states, "Our friends in the community that have gotten a bad rap up until now found me stuck, held against my will." in my very own offices. Uh, They've been freed, but I fear there is a negative influence. Some group bent on the destruction of our town. I know that those who use the arcane arts in our town have been shunned and put aside for years. But if we're going to survive the coming days, we need to come together and do what's right for our town. And he continues talking in this vein for a few minutes. And everyone do a perception check for me. Eight. Ooh, 17. 15. In the crowd, Ziggurat, you see most of the townsfolk that have gathered in the street are gathered in clumps talking amongst themselves you do see one kind of sketchy figure standing just off to the side of the porch with a long cloak on that doesn't seem to be conversing with any of the other villagers or townsfolk and as pater starts to talk he pulls a crossbow out Misty from step. underneath his cloak. I cast Missy Step and okay. jump right in the path of that crossbow bolt. At the point where Ziggurat is there, we notice, yeah? I, I'm i the only one that saw it, I think. Yeah. You just see, you just see like a flash of, like a, a flash of fog fold in on itself. And you feel like a chill as my, you know, my, the cold magic residue some frost on your shoulder and then you see me same thing appear right in front of a guy kind of probably off to the alleyway near where it sounded like where quill was standing the other day yeah, other he night. would be off to the side 
and back a little bit. So okay. yeah, somewhere in that area. Okay. Does a so you're basically you're jumping into the path of where that bolt would go. Engaging okay. like at an engaged distance, but immediately in the path of where that crossbow bolt is going. So maybe maybe I would say I'd be like ten feet away between him and where I perceive the sheriff to be. Mr. Peter, get down. Okay. So story-wise, it would make sense that, I mean, you're, you're, it's essentially point blank. Uh, yeah. Does a 16? It would hit. And because I cast Misty Step, I probably wouldn't have the wherewithal to do shields, so I'll take it. Okay. Uh, six damage. Okay. Probably, like, ricochets off my scale, leaving, like, a bloody trace. Yeah, and as you poof in and out of existence, uh, some of the townsfolk gasp near you. And then this shadowy, cloaked figure starts, essentially, is shot and now starts running. Uh, Story, I was going to say, as soon as Story saw him reappear, it would be obvious at that point, and she would have her crossbow and have shot at the guy okay. who shot her friend. So at this point, let's roll for initiative. Da, 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 I da, love da, this. Da, 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 da. I did not roll well. Oh, no, I did roll well. 15. Not too bad. Eh? I got a 10. 14. Okay. So that is where we're going to leave it. For Damn. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. What a place to end. I love this scene and the setup. He just doesn't want Quill to use any evocation magic here to, to accidentally electrocute some <laughs> villagers or something. You're all standing in a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Just one one electrical spell and everybody dies. Half the village, one shot. <laughs> if I can't be loved, I accept being hated. <laughs> Alright, so I want to thank everyone listening to our show for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure that if you're watching this on Twitch to click the follow button. Otherwise, you can look for In Absentia in podcast form on any podcast platform. I think at this point, we're on just about almost every major podcast application or platform or, or directory. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe so you get those notifications and automatic downloads of new episodes every Monday. I have been your GM tonight. I'm Steve. You can find me at UberGeekMedia on Twitter and pretty much all of your social media. With me tonight has been John. Hi, I'm John. You can find me at Seasonal Bard, and please disregard any statement Steve makes about sending me things at that Twitter. And Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I play Story, the Kenku Rogue. You can find me sometimes as uh, the Crafty Heathen on your social medias. And Mark. Uh, hi, I'm Mark. I've been Zigrit, the Dragonborn Sorcerer, and you can find me 
here every Friday. I'm beginning to wonder why I don't do that. <laughs> and also, if you want to listen to our other actual play show, you can see us not this weekend, but next weekend on Saturday at 6 p.m. for The Wolfswood, our other actual play show but it's here on Twitch and not currently in podcast form, but eventually we will get there. And if you want to go the extra mile for us and help us keep the lights on, you can go to www.ubergeekmedia.com and click the donate button. Once again, thank you to everyone for all of the love, all of the listens, all of the downloads, and the fantastic things you do. Have a wonderful night. So... We got a lot of lore. There was a lot of... (laughs) There was a lot. We got a lot of lore in that episode. It was a yeah. good lore episode for sure. I liked that. I, I dug it. Kind of digging into what the just a little bit of the backstory of the burnt hand, maybe like not quite there, but dialing in a little bit closer. You know, when you're the radio station dial, for those that remember radio, uh, <laughs> between two stations, and you can just start to make out another one. That's kind of where we're dialing in on and, burnt. And hand. dialing in a little bit on Muriel's backstory too honestly like two different a bit. two different aspects of the story because mm-hmm. one of them was entrapping a being of light and the other one was just entrapping like a shadow being